This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So have have a lot of fun. Yeah. Be yourself. Okay. And welcome to Overlooked and Undercooked, uh-huh. the final ever episode of season two. Hopefully, the last oh season we need God. to do. I, I imagine the final ever episode. Ever, ever. I hope, I hope. We are joined, and it gr- brings me great pleasure to announce, by Emma City for this final ep. Hi, guys. What a dream. What an absolute treat to have yeah. you here. You've welcomed us into your beautiful home here oh, in Stoke so Newington. In Stoke Newington, please don't tell them the road. Uh, <laughs> place? Oh, well, yeah. 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 Place. Place. Please. <laughs> I love I've it when got he enough does that. problems as it is with that. <laughs> this is just going to add to it so much. But, um, Emma asked me just before we started recording, Tim, do you edit these? And I, I said, no, generally not. But what I should have said is only when guys are fucking. Because <laughs> that, that is actually <laughs> that, the only time. That's the only time. Well, now I know that I'll have to go through. Because here's what mentally happens for me. I now will have to listen to every episode. Because I will have forgotten where you've fucked it. On various different ones. Yeah. Yeah. So now instead of listening you know to what? none of I'm them. Gonna, I, I will accept responsibility for this one. I'll send a message after the show saying, remember, I gave out Emma. I won't remember to look. address. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, so, Emma, <laughs> let's ignore Guy for maybe the rest of the episode, yeah, if possible. Yeah, sure, no problem. I want to open with an apology, because this okay. episode was totally very different from the rest of Real Rob. Yeah, right, the, was the, it? the show hey, that we hey, promised you'd watch with us. You shushy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... You're apologising because it's totally different in a way that suggests that the previous episodes were a romp, a real joy to be around. Not at all, but they aimed to be, but this one had were different ambitions. Were the credit musics from the other ones kind of Sex in the City, like da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, you know, it's did it have that kind of very jazzy... cheap, low-rent version of that. It's yeah, called I could feel Electro that. Swing, and it's a genre of music that was popular for three months in 2007, and has okay. been hated ever since. <laughs> it goes... I knew, I was so close. Wasn't it? Yeah, but the 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 credit music this evening was like it was uh, emotionally manipulative, mm. sort of like you've just watched a piece of art, orchestral strings. Yeah, it was in a Titanic dark, DVD extras. Sit in the cinema, <laughs> watch the credits roll, and steady yourself before rejoining the world because that just happened. Yeah, it and was. a lot did happen. It was the longest episode I think there's been. Right. Emma, would you be kind enough to sort of recount what happened in the... What was the name of that ep? Did, did you catch that guy? Uh, no, I'll find it while Emma begins cool. describing it. So, well, yeah, I'm just, I am I honestly feel so sad after watching that for so many reasons. I just thought it was 
an awful watch and it made me consider so many things about my life as well as it made me scared for anything I might do in the future. But I'll talk about that another time, I guess. But I just want to say I am feeling quite low. Mm. Um, It was called Now Boarding, by the way. Now Boarding. So I feel to me, the way I saw it was that it was Rob and his wife, Patricia, um, and... Oh my god! I don't really know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget any various bits that come the, into your the mind. The fun time. of the challenge. Okay, so so Rob's assistant had just got with a woman who'd been eaten by a bear mm. who was saying that she was pregnant yes. and she had been scalped by the look of the prosthetics mm. um, and then she yeah she thought she was pregnant but the assistant had realised that he had had a vasectomy under his will uh, against his will sorry at another episode I think mm. another episode you yeah. got it and then um, Rob and his wife just sort of negged each other and then she's pregnant and that's the end of the whole show is that it basically <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, hold on. Take yeah. us through what happened with Rob's, assist, uh, the assistant's partner in that whole thing. Oh, yeah. She, um, he realised that it wasn't actually his baby. So she proceeded to self-harm in front of him and accuse him so that the neighbours might think that it was him doing it. Mm. And it was um, not easy to watch. They started experimenting with different forms of storytelling and wanting different things uh, wanting the audience to experience different things from watching this show than they had yeah. in any of the previous 15 episodes. Right. They, they went out and purchased a bit of um, dramatic production music, which yeah. they haven't purchased previously. Oh, they and not? That, that got wheeled out three times, same track. <laughs> so, yeah, I imagine scenes. the track was maybe six minutes long, so you can get a little I mean, bit it was, yeah, part of it. it. There was a beautiful moment that you pointed out, Tim, where they, they used it... Uh, they used it initially when Rob and Patricia have a, some sort of intense what was that no oh no they didn't use it with ron patricia so they used it on jamie and his part his partner Haley duff uh like when the the relationship Fiance. was yeah when their relationship was breaking up they used the music in the same sort of slow zoom ins and like you know all of these tropes mm. to encourage you to feel something and then the next scene patricia was uh being offered to be signed with this big latino agency to help fast track her career and she has to say no and they use it, like it there was no, there was no buffer between the two. They then use exactly the same music and exactly the same camera techniques, which is like, I understand like that if you're trying, yeah, well, exactly. I just, they are genuinely trying something new in this episode, but to just so brazenly, like, have they not watched TV? Before? Do, do they not know? Is there no yeah. one set to say we can't do? I know that we want a similar effect, but we have to just buy one other production. These are five dollars. You know, we, we've got to do one other thing. We've got to put one scene between them so that people don't realise we are literally using exactly the same story beats and techniques. No, I think they did that on purpose though, because in both those ones when they used that track, the track faded out when the character started thinking a lot about the- their situation, mm. and so to me it seemed like they we're drifting out of consciousness and yeah, we're near so death the, the dialogue happening in the scene tapered off and the music swelled exactly out. and the music swelled and because that happened in two consecutive scenes i actually think the choice of the music the same music was to add to that effect do you think? But to butt them up against each other like yeah, that? Yeah, to go, look, both these characters yeah. going through something. No, right no, I don't, yeah, that's what they're trying to do, I, guys. I don't disagree that they did it on purpose, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it doesn't change the fundamental problem. Sure, no, with that, I'm totally with you. Yeah, yeah. It was incredibly it's, jarring. It's to bad. Say. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad making. Yeah. It's like, it's it's incredible. Like, I remember in Sex, in the, the Sex in the City movie at one point, noticing that they'd, they'd used like two seconds of the same silent footage of Harry and Charlotte having sex. 
once like much earlier in the movie to show the relationship's good and another time in a New Year's Eve montage and being like, I can't believe... It was the same clip. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh. believe they've done this. But this is, uh, this is like... You know, they sort of buried that and you wouldn't think to notice it. This is unmissable to yeah. anyone. No, yeah. but this is where I kind of, I've got a slightly different take on it. That was on purpose. That was the style in this. Whereas in what? Sex and the City, I think that is a cheeky mistake you, where you they ran out of budget. Like, um, a, 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 what do you call it? Like a motif almost. Yeah, I think it's terrible taste in motion. Yes. And so, yeah, we're going, oh, that's ridiculous. But actually they're going, hey, let's do this. Um, early on in the episode, there's a bit, so Jamie and his fiance are very happily having an engagement dinner hosted by Rob and Patricia and a mm. dog vomits because, uh, Rob fed in a classic salmon. cold open for the season finale. <laughs> that was the slowest paced scene I've ever witnessed in television. I think they're not cutting out any breaths of the characters. Very strange. So at the beginning of each shot, the actor goes, I told you last week. But they're not cutting out that yeah. breath there. That's true. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's, it's Pat- the, Cold is Patricia and Rob, and it sort of it amounts to Rob saying, "I want to feed our dog this old salmon," and she says, "No," and he goes, "Yeah." But that goes for conservatively a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. Yeah. And so anyway, at the end of the Cold Open, he feeds the dog the salmon. They're at the party. The dog eats the salmon. The dog is sick, and then the grandma is sick at the sight of the. Dog vomiting, I guess, was, was the reason why. Awful. Yeah, I think so. I think the grandma, yeah, well, it just seemed like she's got some sort of disease. She might be dying. Be sick that there, quick. There was no real reason for it. And so the the joke of this scene, the game that we're playing here, is Rob uh, uh, sort of scolds the dog and says, Jamie, go clean this mess up, even though it's his party. Yeah, right. And then has the exact same approach with the grandma. Very funny stuff. Always good to disrespect people's grandmas. Always good to disrespect yeah, that one, the engaged. We did all we did all fall about actually at that little bit. I I I want to talk a little bit about Jamie's relationship to Haley Duff because they bring mm. this on in the last three episodes of the second season. She's and the only recurring character yeah. away from this core cast. She's the, is she? Of, of she's Rob's the only wife. recurring guest. She's like the only thing that ties the show to reality or suggests that it, their behaviour doesn't exist in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. And so, like throughout it, they're sort of trying to see the idea that she's quite normal and she can see Jamie for his values and who he is. And it's quite like you almost want to be invested in the relationship because mm. it's just an ocean of emotional investment. Like, there's just, it's, it's, you know, you've got no chance to care about anyone until And you then. really loved her performance, well, I just, you? I just think it's, it's the classic thing of she's someone who we've spent hardly any time with, so when she's on screen, I enjoy it because yeah. I'm not angry it, at her. also highly <laughs> comparative because right sure. now we're dealing with Rob, who's actually, I don't think, like, the worst actor, but just such a flaming asshole. Yeah, really. He's playing himself. Kind of very sad to watch for but some reason. His assistant has no acting chance. It's got to be said, and, yeah. and Patricia's. Do you know, not Patricia's that lovely, absolutely lovely, but there's something warm. that's not he, right with it. And to be fair to Jamie, his acting has improved between the two seasons. Yeah. He, he has gotten better, oh, that's and that's cool. that's fine. But it doesn't mean you get <laughs> yeah. to be in a TV but show. But so they're, like they they keep presenting this relationship, and it's like they almost centre around it. It's almost com- comprises maybe a third to a half of the storyline in this last episode. And uh, you see them lying in bed together one morning, and like. Jamie has to go and help Rob and she goes well what if I wanted to hang out with you and he's like I gotta go help Rob and it's sort of like the reality is creeping into the sides of this show where it's Mm. like oh my god like here's a character who has independent judgment and can say Rob's a piece of shit like you're living an unhealthy life like you you were saying like it's almost 
the show is identifying that Rob is a, a cancer within the show. Do you know, that's what I was, I really thought they were going there and I shouldn't have had this faith in the show, but I was so excited because there were all of these scenes where kind of as a direct result of Rob being a massive piece of shit, all the yeah. people in his life he was connected to, their lives were falling down. Right. So you thought it was getting to a point of like, I you thought, are exactly. the Maleficent. Exactly. Malevolent, sorry, being. It, but, so, and it keeps, it keeps going and you're like, oh my, oh my God, the show, something's going to happen. And then eventually there's this, what is actually quite a funny and almost uh, quite devious plot twist where it's like, because you're excited for Jamie to be pregnant. As someone who's watched all of the show, I'd forgotten he'd had a vasectomy. Same. Jamie has forgotten he's had a vasectomy, <laughs> which is a funny character bit. I love that. That bit I was really <laughs> It was the line. By. And his delivery yeah. was perfect. I had a vasectomy. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And before that, it was, was also... smoking a lot of weed at the time. Yeah, they also great. got another laugh line when they said, how is she pregnant? And he goes, I, I just keep coming inside her. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, that was one for the guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but blue, but blue. Yeah. But, so all of this stuff is pointing towards this outcome and then he goes to confront her about this conversation and the decision that they've made to deal with it is that... And this is something you said you called is that she has been crazy the whole time. All mm. of the like pre- normal presenting parts of her, or the idea that she represents uh, like a, a cool head in you know this bizarre universe, they just blow it all up immediately. She is like added as the worst mm. kind of crazy person, the ultimate crazy bitch. Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, I, I, you know I don't know. I think it is such a. Um, Predominantly male invention of what a crazy woman is. This yeah, character I that think she is. so. I don't think that person really exists but you, very much at all in society. You identify. You you said it, when she started doing that, you're like, I knew this would be the outcome. A hundred percent. I could tell as soon as that program started. The way that Patricia is saying something of some worth in the first scene, and the way that Rob is looking at her with this big, massive fuck off glass of red wine and a raised eyebrow going, you don't even know how it works. <laughs> Not saying that, but essentially feeling that. I knew that this was a show where the women are a bit weird and for bitches. The, for the it. boys. Yeah, yeah. The women in this show are going to be... You know, very backwards in some but way. It's, it it's not just, their fault. It's the way it's written. But that's going to be the the line of thought. It, it just was so crazy because for two and a half episodes, they worked so hard to build this character and have this like emotional story arc you're invested in. And even though you don't really care, like to see Jamie, who's just been a fucking punching bag for <laughs> the whole show, you're like, something's happening. And then... <laughs> They build it and you almost care about what they're building and they take it away in the most like clumsy looks. Oh, mm. The most insensitive, like they're, they're playing with, they're a bunch of monkeys playing with nuclear weapons. But the way it's that she madness. starts behaving when she essentially starts self-harming, I think they'd say it's a more like, oh, she's punching herself. You know, it's kind of a comedy moment. Yeah. But really it's self-harm. It's not, it is, it is, fu- yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's supposed to be, it's laughs, played for the laughs that will never come, I think. No offence to the writing but it is no massive offense to them uh, (laughs) i think in in the real world he jamie if we're on his side he should have gone wow okay we're at a kind of critical moment now let's go to hospital Mm. you know let's take to hospital and to work out what's going on with you right now can you imagine seeing that happen in the real rob universe (laughs) any character displaying any empathy but that's why they painted themselves into this court that's like You aren't capable of dealing with anything approaching this, you guys. We're supposed to be on his side by him, like, locking her out of the house. Why go there? I also think, because they're trying so hard to have emotional pathos, like, to have pathos in the episode otherwise, something that they've never tried to do before, it's even, like, it, it fails even 
in an even bigger <laughs> sense because yeah. it's just yeah it was, you're right it doesn't work with the other series well, like, yeah like you know they are working towards actually you know doing something in the show it, I, it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy no outside eyes saw this you know mm. like it's amazing it's on netflix isn't it yeah, it's a real shock. I kept on thinking about that the whole time. You said it several did... times, Emma, this is dog shit. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry for saying that, say. but it was, it was sort of that level. And to me, it also feel, felt a bit like a, I sort of mentioned this, like a filmed drama workshop, like almost a sort of drama workshop scene from Barry, that scene, but the whole way through. <laughs> that scene in particular felt, <laughs> that argument between them in particular felt like it, like watching a, a bad imp- improv scene. Where yeah. and they keep finding a new thing to keep the scene going, and you just want it to end. But when she was slapping herself around the face, Hilary Duff, I felt like Hayley. I could Haley Duff. Sorry, Hayley they would Duff. do so well to get Hilary Duff. Duff. Can you imagine? I can't. Um, they're bringing back Lizzie McGuire, by the way. She's thirty, and apparently has had a hard life. Lizzie I McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, this. age thirty, maybe now called Elizabeth. You know, oh my god <laughs> Elizabeth Maguire <laughs> Elizabeth Maguire It's the reboot For 30 year olds um, Gordo Might be in it hey. I think he will be in it That's exciting Yeah it's cool man Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn You're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys In a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, so, uh, Hayley Duff, when she's slapping herself around the face, she's doing it with such force that I could hear in my head, Rob, uh, Schneider, is that the name? Yeah. Yep. Rob Schneider as the director going again, harder. Yeah. Don't you think? Mm. Her head was spinning on its axis when she was doing that. Yeah. And I don't think that was a special effect because I think from the music in that film, they don't have the budget no. for that to be a special effect. Or, or just the kind of production knowledge or care to yeah, go care. we need to get a guy exactly. in to teach you how to do stage combat on the shoot i don't think oh boy it was uh <laughs> ugh, tough to watch this one it really was um guy's got his hat on his face it's just Looking it sad. seems sorry can i talk about what i loved in this of course and I i'd love to hear that i don't mean to like jump the gun but this came mm. right at the end and it was just so fucking <laughs> funny to me is that in a moment of um, meta defense of himself, so Rob Schneider oh, is waiting at I, the yeah. waiting at the airport to go to um, China to shoot this film, which which his Rob actually is not a huge feature in this episode, which mm. is kind of nice. Yeah, generous. <clears throat> um, so his arc is in the background. He is doing <laughs> a massive amount of combat training for this film he's about to do in China. Oh, is that what he was doing it yeah. for? Yeah, yeah. That's why he was playing with the sticks. All I the thought time. it was a hobby. It doesn't really change <laughs> anything, but yeah, fine. He's at the airport waiting to board. Um, finally, he's landed this uh, this big movie um, mm. with a great director and a great script, he's told by his agent. His agent tears up telling him because his agent's <laughs> been tearing his hair up for years trying to find some way to extract money out of Rob. Finally, he's done it. 
Uh, and then in a sort of beautiful mind type sequence, Rob starts pulling together clues from previously in the episode and figures out, wait, my wife is pregnant again. Mm. Uh, and then bails and goes home and uh, falls into her arms and then gives a, a short speech about how um, what other people think to him isn't important. What other what reviewers think and critics think yeah. isn't important to him whatsoever. He's not going to measure his success against other people's perception of him. Exactly, and it was just the funniest thing to say out loud after making a show like Real Rob, especially yeah. the hell that they hath wrought in that final episode to go. Well, I don't even I don't even care. No, I'm fair. I'm saying it first, so you can't even make fun yeah. of me. I yeah, I thought it was really sad and crazy. To watch. I thought it was great. I thought it was awful. It made me think that I should become a teacher. Like, just to oh, so get out of this dark, game. It's the dark place it took you to. It really... I was like, wow. You need to give back. I can't go... i I got to look at my own life. Because if that can happen to anyone, that they make a show to say that at the end, something awful has happened as a result of this industry. And it's out... You know, Netflix were like, yep, we'll Can put I ask, that on. How was season one received? No, well, badly. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, it wasn't. None of them. <laughs> why are you going, winding received. up for a complicated, nuanced answer? Well, neither of them were. Well, that's what I said at the end of the episode. That was so bad, that last episode. Like, And it was mm. so bold in what it attempted to do, and it failed so spectacularly on <laughs> yeah. all fronts that I am, fu- I am furious that it did not leave a drop in the. You know, cultural like that. There's nowhere for me to go to and read. I want. I want other. Right, I want to read people to discourse be... about how badly this thing failed. Sure. And it failed so brilliantly that I can't find that. <laughs> there's a vacuum. Like this is what that is. <laughs> we are providing this. Oh so, my what you god! Want really? Is, what we've discovered then, uh, following this path, is that you want something to fail just enough. So that it gets through all the defences of kind of being in people's consciousness and a few people try it out and they sort of stick with it for a few episodes. But this was on the tin, so fucking horrific that no one one paid any mind to take a single bite. What's also extraordinary, right, but I guess the reason for this is because it must be cheap to buy maybe. It's the fact that we've just watched this on British Netflix. You were saying, you know, New Zealand Netflix, American Netflix, it's on... Every Netflix in the whole world, not, and you only need to type in RE to find it. It does not cost Netflix a lot to That's maintain. Why, isn't it? it costs a we, we do. We have, Guy and I have a theory of the case that Rob Schneider delivered both the finished <sighs> film and a check for them to put it on Netflix. So, yeah, it was just a complete delivery plus a money. payment. Yeah, so so the kind of the opposite of how these things oh usually go. God, it was that's so I, depressing. I mean, but I think that might be right. Think about Sandler's yeah. seven film deal with Netflix. What are some of the throw-ins that were in the fine print that were not in the press release? Mm. It was like you don't have to pay for it, but I know for a fact Rob Schneider is making a TV show, and it would mean a lot to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so sad. It's really sad. It's this not is, good. So, and, and this is actually something we had on last episode as well. Rob Schneider's life is obviously very sad if you yeah. were to look at it objectively. Sure. Not through his eyes. And the problem is that he made the show about his life and it's all heightened and it's his version of comedy. Mm. Whereas if we had a document a true documentary series about what Rob Schneider's existence is like, yeah. I think it would be tremendous. It'd be like a Louis right. Theroux, you know, Oscar-worthy yeah. piece. 
that yeah that is the, that is the problem it keeps coming back to is like his 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 he needs other eyes it, yeah well yeah like him. the thing that holds the show back from working is his defensiveness like his unwillingness to embrace the fact that he is currently not i don't know not a total failure you know like but it's his creative control over the project which limits yeah. its ability to be interesting or hit on the stuff that would make it good Absolutely. So, hang, who writes? It's just the three people who yeah. write it. Yeah, who you see on screen. Yeah, right. His wife and he and Jamie. And you feel like, mate, oh, I don't know, guys, I don't know. This, this is really uh, getting you in quite a visceral way. I just think it's shit. <laughs> I but I know, but understand. beyond watching something that you think is bad, I feel like this is connecting with you in a way that because you know that he's made it and he wants a career in this industry. Yeah, I think. Okay, what it was a little bit as an actor writer myself who has ambitions of one day of getting to make a series yeah to me it was like i was watching the worst case scenario like this is when you are bad at it and you'll be you've been allowed you've been given some however many thousands of pounds to make something as bad as that and it's about your life i don't know i can't really express what i find so awful about it oh this is i want to dig into this are you you afraid that this is what you're working towards that's exactly it you know i actually felt that i was like who okay this is the worst thing i've ever seen but who am i to judge because maybe if you gave me a camera and a budget no maybe this is what i'd make no literally yeah, actually, guy. no i'll and join I, you guy on the I'm ledge so let's get you off of there because it's just not possible what the people no who, stop it rob's a psycho yeah but guess what he's deluded so what's to say that I'm not deluded? Do you know what I mean? To the guy, taste. the guy, the two you, guys who that, travelled an hour across London thinks. to watch Real Rob with you, and the two people to tell you, "Don't worry, Amy, you're going all right, mate." <laughs> so you want two fellas with their heads screwed <laughs> we were, on, pretty we, tight. <laughs> <laughs> I would have come and visited either way. If, if you're in real trouble, I would have brought you a coffee and had a chat. Oh, well, you did. You did bring me a coffee. No, but I wouldn't so, have put so you nice. on the podcast. Fucking liability. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand the feeling. Do you see what I'm think, saying? Yes, but this is a bigger conversation. This is like it's the it's terrifying that this show, this awful <laughs> little show, has stirred this like existential terror within you. It has. It's got me because, oh, I don't know. I just think it's hard to make a show, right? Isn't it? And any shows that are good, you're like, oh, well done. That was so so brilliant. That was so so bad. That it's just. Um, are you impressed that they finished? Because you can imagine finishing shooting and looking at all of the raw footage and thinking, oh, we don't have to edit it all. Like, if no one's going to watch it, we don't need to finish the thing. Okay, so this is what... Okay, uh, it's something I've got... Uh, I had a very similar reaction to. The trailer for Cats, right? Mm. I, As soon as I finished watching that, I turned to my friend and said, this can't be released. <laughs> Because I, I saw at the end of it, I said, okay, so when's it coming out? December. It's June now. I've got six months. They can pull this. Yeah. And that's cool. I don't think they can release this. Yeah. And my friend said to me, that's absurd. Like, it is being released. And I was like, no, no, no. They've got time. They have to pull it. And that's kind of what I felt watching Real Rob. How could they have that series together and be, you know, see know all what, the it, episodes yeah. and not go, we can't release this? It takes um, a real bravery to do. So when all the wheels are in motion for something, like like a, a TV series um, is still bigger, film even more so, but there's so many people doing so many things. Yeah, You've got the green light finally sure. after 
however much yeah all the development hell and to get to that point where you either have a finished script that's hot garbage or the actual finished footage that's hot garbage mm. it takes a real um it uh, takes a village it takes courage to go, I, actually, no. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, we thought this was going to work, and it, it just hasn't at all. I, so we're going to have to put oh, this in right. the bin. I think about it in terms of like all the ideas I've had, which I think could be good, that I've worked on to like a third or halfway or three quarters through and have not mm. finished for whatever reason. Yeah. Anything that is completed is impressive in that respect. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that they, they did it. But yeah, they realized it. No, you know, it's it's not our job to watch. It's like, I don't know what we're doing. Watch, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Because I'm like, it's impressive that they finished it. But it's also disheartening to think I've had ideas that are better than this show. That I lost confidence okay. or faith can, in. Can we draw inspiration from that? Can we flip the um, existential dread about your career <laughs> prospects and go, but you know what? If Rob Schneider can get that on Netflix, imagine what you're capable of. That's true. That is true. There's something in that. I do think I've taken this in a weird direction that you guys don't need today. Um, no, I'd love. I would love to take it in whatever direction. You, <laughs> I, like I don't. I don't care. This is a release for us. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't have to watch a Rob Schneider vehicle again. Oh yeah, hang on. This is actually a really special. This is our season you, finale. But you're actually and free. In a sort of weird piece of mirroring, we are covering uh, like a range of emotional <laughs> depth in our conversation about a Rob Schneider show that we have not reached in the previous 15 episodes. <laughs> I think it's fitting. Yeah, it is fitting, especially as that was such an emotional episode. Well, you know, sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't. But a t- it well, was not what, to be. It actually it was, was, though, but yeah. not for the in the ways it intended. Absolutely. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, look, we know you've got a day to get on with, Emma, and I, I don't. I don't. I feel like I've <laughs> come over here and bummed you out. Well, no, what did you? No. What did you enjoy? What did I enjoy? I enjoyed seeing Patricia. I think that's a. You know, is her real name Patricia, the actress? Yeah. It actually changes depending on who's saying it in the show. It's either Patricia or Patricia. Oh, right. And or at one Patty point, at one point, yeah. but with one T. Mm. Yeah, that threw me as But well. we've, never heard <laughs> Rob call her, we've never heard Rob call her Patty before. Oh, really? Because no. it comes up on the screen, Patty is pregnant, yeah. you moron. Yeah. And who's Patty? Patricia. Right. His wife. Um, I really liked seeing Patricia. I thought she was very beautiful. Um, and did a good job, like, did you know, did okay. There's a warmth to her. <laughs> but as we were her. saying, while it was on, you can't trust her because you know she's with Rob in real life. Oh, God. Um, I liked seeing, uh, there was like a really horrible tablecloth at one point, and I quite like seeing stuff like that, of just thinking that, you know, just like thinking about the art department, I quite like that, of like, oh, they picked that. Um, <laughs> I thought the tablecloth was awful and it hadn't been ironed. And I liked being here with you guys. Aww. I love you guys, yeah, actually. Nice, I last yeah. saw you in New York. That was a dream. Here we are in London. We've got very, it's very exciting, really, isn't it? Oh, All going yeah. around the world. Sounds hanging like out. Hugely Maybe exciting. the real Rob was the friends we made <gasps> along the way. Oh, my God. Guy Montgomery. He could not look Stop. more chuffed with himself. <laughs> <laughs> That is so charming. Oh, boy. And what a place to, to probably round off, I think. Um, mm. Guy, traditionally you leave us with a little pearl of wisdom from the show, but I've got a funny feeling you absorbed <laughs> none of the, You've been up all night watching sports. I uh, No, I, I was going to – I had a line ready, but I've already used it in the episode. Well, mm. just like real Rob, just because you used something before, it should be no excuse to not wheel it out again. That's right. Another attempt. Uh, I just kept coming inside her. Yeah, alright Happy 2019 everybody
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.